The MLBPA has no reason to keep talking compensation with MLB. And what's up, everybody? It is Thursday, May 28th, and we're just going to jump right to it, guys. Today, the main story is that uh, we, before the George Floyd conversation yesterday, we were talking about Scott Boris and trying to figure out what it was that Trevor Bauer had beef with with Scott Boris. Turns out he sent an email to MLB players, and Ronald Blum of the Associated Press obtained the email from Scott Boris. I'm going to tell you guys what that email is, and then we're going to get into some some more other stuff. So this is what he said. Remember, this is Scott Boris. Games cannot be played without you. Players should not agree to further cuts uh, to bail out the owners. Also, let owners know. Uh, let owners take some of their record revenues and profits from the past several years and pay you the prorated salaries you agreed to accept or let them borrow against the asset values they created from the use of those profits they generated. So that w- those are Scott Boris' comments. Keep in mind, Scott Boris um, helped players sign about a billion dollars worth of contracts over the last couple of years. He stands to lose a ton of money if these players don't get their entire salary this year. But he also stands to lose money if he doesn't get money from future salaries. So he's kind of in a tough position. But I guess if you're in this position right now, you want your money now. And he he can make a shit shit ton of money right now if if players are to get paid in full. Yeah. But, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, like, uh, that's why I was a little confused with Trevor Bauer's comments yesterday because he – you know, I I know that he's an agent. Scott Boris is an agent. Trevor Bauer is a player. But you guys are fighting for the same thing. You're fighting for player compensation. I think it doesn't. It's counterproductive to call him out and be like, "Cut, cut the shit in the background." Like whatever sneaky stuff you're doing, just cut it out. Because now that look makes you. That kind of makes your your side, which is the side of the players, kind of look divided. So, I think it's kind of interesting that it was Trevor Bauer. It, it's interesting in twofold. First off, it's predictable because Trevor Bauer is probably the most outspoken player out there like it seems like he has beef with everybody um at the same time as i mentioned yesterday he's this is his final season to prove himself before he's gonna get that big money contract just like mookie Betts and and some other guys who are up for for so for uh for for big contracts he wants to play he wants to do what he can he's willing to take more of a pay cut now because he knows that the big money's coming later but at the same time, you have somebody like Max Scherzer or Garrett Cole who have big money contracts already, so they're going to lose some of that. But Trevor Bauer isn't going to lose some of that, hopefully, if this shit doesn't continue. He's going to get that contract, and he's going to get that money. Garrett Cole just signed a big $350 million deal, something like that. I don't remember the exact number. You know he's the gonna... number. Come on. Okay, it was exactly 365 points. No, I'm just kidding. And he stands to lose you know, 70, 80% of that right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to take it from where it's coming. You know, I'm sure that someone like Alex, well, did Bregman hire Boris after he fired? uh, I don't think, I don't think we know who he hired, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I bet you Bregman is probably agreeing with Trevor Bauer for once in his life. I bet guys like that are on the same page as Bauer is. They want to get on the field, prove their worth so that they can get that big money deal. And then the guys who are in the vast minority, by the way, who already got their money, are on Boris's side. That's my assumption right now. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. Speaking of a guy that's on Boris's side, Max Scherzer has some interesting comments uh, in relation to this. Hey, 
I'm Max Scherzer. We just, uh, after discussing the latest developments with the rest of the players, there's no reason to engage with MLB in any further compensation reductions. We have previously negotiated a pay cut in, in the version of prorated salaries, and there's no justification to accept a second pay cut based upon the current information the union has received. I'm glad to hear other players voicing the same viewpoint and believe MLB's economic strategy would completely change if all documentation were to become public information. What pretty, the fuck? <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty interesting stuff there. Uh, yeah. On Max Scherzer. I gotta, I gotta just say that it seems like MLB's MLB's owners re revealing their, uh, the books make think making that become public information seems to be like the the solution to a lot of this why do i feel like even if that became public information it wouldn't solve it it wouldn't solve the 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 issue at hand here this seems I, like too too easy i think it i think it would because it, first off the the players are already in the corner because people aren't going to sympathize with these players every tweet that you see out there even the ones that are pro players has a player who makes tens of millions of dollars still making millions of dollars after cuts. So it's hard for the regular person, guys not like you and me who are following this shit closely every single day, like the regular guy who just who's just going to work and just checks the box score every night or whatever. Maybe he he works 12-hour shifts and gets paid, you know, $15 an hour. If he's looking at uh Bryce Harper potentially could have made $30 million this year is going to go from 30 to making 6 million. For example, he's not going to feel sorry for somebody like Bryce Harper. And that that's the smoke screen that the owners can use because that guy isn't thinking, but that guy's owner can pay this guy $30 million. How much does that guy's fucking owner? How much money does that guy's fucking owner makes? He must be a billionaire. And that's, that's, that's the strategy that the owners are using here. They're refusing to open their books or refusing to open their books completely and um, they're they put the players in a really difficult position with that first offer, which really pissed off the players. That was probably the worst move the owners could have made. Um, but at the same time, everybody has to keep in mind that these are the beginning of the negotiations. It got off to a really bad start. It's Thursday. Hopefully by tomorrow we get some good news. Um, and that's it, man. I, I don't even know what else to say. But, but just, here, you know, there there is one thing, CT. If they agree in baseball. That this is the contract that you're that you're gonna sign. This is the money that you're owed. And if no games are played, you're not gonna get paid, right? Isn't that for for a situation precisely like this, like ex like extreme circumstances that prevent you from playing games? You got what I'm saying? They they agree to you're a saying... prorated salary. You you don't get paid. You don't get play. You don't you don't pay. You don't get played. So you don't why, play. You why... don't get paid. Is what yeah, you were so... trying to say there. I don't know. I don't know, man. Fuck, man. It's all right, man. Just I understand what you're saying. So you're saying that they agreed to the prorated salaries. And what was your what was your following thought? So on that? why why do you want to make these player takes players take extra cuts? The only way that you're going to get through to these players is if you open up those books and you you make it impossible for them to agree. Otherwise, if if 
if Chris Davis, for example, your twin, if you guys, I don't know if you guys didn't know this, but so unnecessary to bring that up. But, <laughs> but Lewis 4, here, other, four thousand other other MLB players. <laughs> just an example. He just so happens to play for the A's, who we talked about yesterday. Say he's one of these multi-million dollar players. Say he's the three hundred million dollar Bryce Harper, for example, here in our pretend world, where you're his brother. Um, if John Fisher goes to Chris Davis and says, here are my books, I'm hemorrhaging money. If I, if we don't cut your pay, I'm going to have to sell the team. I'm going to have to declare back bankruptcy or some shit, something extreme. I'm sure that Chris, da- Chris Davis can't then go to the media and say, fuck John Fisher, man, that broke ass motherfucker. Pay me my money. He can't do that. Because he, he'll never live it down. Every stadium he goes to, he's going to get booed at. They might start throwing batteries at his ass like they used to do back in Yankee Stadium. They might throw shit at You know, like, he's going to be public enemy number one. So, owners, I get it. You probably have so much fucking money that it's almost embarrassing. But that's the only way that this is going to get solved, in my opinion. Um, well, and, I, and from what I understand, they have showed them some of their, their books already. But it's not complete. So... Well, it's the still thing not is, in good faith. The thing is, is that 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 initial agreement we learned was only agreed upon, uh, assuming that things were going to go back to normal eventually. They they said that if it turns out that we're going to play games with no fans in the stands, which turns out to be a big revenue stream for these owners, that they would have to renegotiate. So whatever was originally agreed on, if it was, if it was also agreed on that if the games continue without fans that this whole compensation thing would have to be renegotiated again. I don't think it's, I I don't think it's fair, but I, I think there's logic behind it. Um, and going back to what I mentioned before about it, not really solving anything. You you mentioned Wayne's world before we started recording in that episode where he throws the huge Woodstock, uh, concert, right? Not the episode, the movie, the movie where he tries to throw the concert. Uh, he, promises all these people these these things uh probably had to take on some debt in order to make it happen build a stage and everything if those people didn't show up to perform he would have made no profit off of that concert so then Mm -hmm. the people that were expecting to get paid off of that would that solve anything by him going to them and said they never showed up i'm sorry i I didn't make any money off of this like i can't pay you that's a good that's a really good example but at the same time if wayne if wayne and garth had a multi-billion dollar television contract, multi-billion dollar, multi-billion dollars across the league, not just per team, in ad revenue. You have teams like the Yankees who have their own channel and they collect money off of their own personal ad re- revenue that way. Um, that's a different story. You you know the 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 bands are gonna say what the fuck? Like you got you already got paid all this ad money and shit and all this TV money. You know, why why do you get to walk away from this and we get screwed? You know what I'm saying? Well, That's that, kind of well, what's I, happening here. Well, I think that that Oh fuck, man. Just leave OB. it, man. Just it's it's good. It's good enough. Just, the, <laughs> the the whole the whole revenue from ad stream and stuff, doesn't that again, doesn't that fall back on teams like uh popular teams like the Yankees and the Red Sox? You really don't gotta do this, man. <laughs> like teams like the the more popular teams will 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 manage to stay afloat just from TV ratings alone, but teams like the Rays, the A's, teams that don't really get a lot of viewerships and to begin with, they can't really yeah. say the same thing for them. And and again, like Josh, John Fisher isn't the only owner of the Oakland A's. It's not 
yeah, he might be the he might the majority shareholder, which means he makes probably the most important decisions. But I don't think it's I don't think it's as black and white as like look at this no, billionaire no, no. guy. I, not I, the- I I don't think it's as it's as black and white, but. But there, there are other options. This doesn't have to be the the only option. And their no, first, agree. their first attempt at negotiating with the players is to try to essentially divide the players. Is to say, the ultra rich players, um, you're gonna take a really heavy pay cut. The ones who don't, who get paid as much, are gonna take a, a lesser pay cut. And and it's dividing them twofold. It's dividing them because. The ones who get paid the most are going to say, what the fuck, man? I worked hard to get to this point and I make all this money. Why do I have to save the sport? Like, why can't we fit the bill evenly or whatever? Whereas the guys in the bottom are going to say, well, we don't make as much money. We need we need more of our money to to survive or whatever, quote unquote, technically, I guess. Um, and at the same time, it's also, I guess, threefold. It's also um, it's also playing to the to the to how America as a whole feels about the haves and the have-nots. You know what I mean? It's turning, it's making us turn against the players as well. Like, yeah, guys, you should take a pro-rated. So you, you, the the players who make the most should take a, a bigger pay cut, and the ones who, you know what I'm saying? It's it it was like a fucked up way to start the negotiations. There are other options. There is a a deferred payment option. There's you could have even come at the players and say, all right, I know that we're missing half the season, so you're only going to get paid half of the games. We're, we're going to need to take another 25% maybe. I don't know. And then work your way up from there. The players will agree to somewhere you know, somewhere in that area. I think the players know they're going to have to take a pay cut. It's how much of a pay cut they're going to take. Yeah. Sorry, man. I, lately, I feel like I'm talking a lot. Can we talk about that? Why do I talk so much? Fuck. Did you, do you have coffee before you hop on? I didn't have coffee. I only I've I've lessened my coffee intake to one. Maybe that's what it is. Are you hungry? Maybe this is withdrawal. Do you see me scratching sometimes, like a crackhead? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, guys, that's that's what's, that's the current status of the MLBPA yeah. versus the MLB owners. Uh, some other headlines before we get into our fan or fraud is uh, NFL renews contract or they ex- get a five year extension with Madden worth one billion dollars. Uh, 500 million of that 1 billion will go towards the players. Uh, Roger Goodell also announces that coaches should be back in training facilities as soon as next week, but they did extend their virtual offseason two weeks. Uh, virtual, and then, virtual offseason. That makes me laugh. Yeah, seriously. Like, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> uh, and no NBA plan will be revealed or is expected to be revealed this Friday. If you remember, follow the show religiously like you should. Uh, we mentioned that Adam Silver gave us worthless piece of information a couple weeks back where he said, in two to four weeks, we'll have a plan. <laughs> there is no plan. <laughs> they don't know what the hell they're doing over there. <laughs> uh, uh, the plan that we, we suggest for the NBA is that for the teams lingering around playoff contention, take the eighth seed, put them in a tournament, one game elimination. That team gets to be the eighth seed. Make some money. Yeah. And that's that's all I got, Manny. All right, that's the that's the long and short of it. Um, all in a hard day's work. Yeah, man. All right, coming up, we have Sahil Oberoi all the way from Dubai playing fan or fraud. His team is Manchester United. I don't know shit about soccer, CT. Do you know anything about soccer? I know that a ball is involved and it gets kicked into a goal, mm. and it is a goal. People go nuts. People cry. 
people die. People die in soccer games, from what I from what I understand. Um, before I cut to that, I wanted to just make a quick correction. One of the questions that I asked him, and, and I've addressed this with him via text, um, was, "Who is Busby Babe?" And the answer that I had was Tommy Taylor. That's incorrect. Um, Tommy Taylor is incorrectly referred to as Busby Babe. He sent me a text showing that I found that online and verified it. So we're going to give him that answer. He got seven out of 10. That makes him an ultimate fan in, in, in this game. And so him and Sid, Sid helped me co-host that by the way. And, um, him and Sid are going to have to face off for bragging rights because apparently they have some sort of rivalry. And I think they agreed upon a friend's trivia. So we're going to move away from sports sometime in the future. I'm not sure when, and do a French trivia, Sid versus Sahil. That's coming you mean to like, you guys. You mean like their friendship or the show Friends? So, I don't know, man. Oh, the show Friends. Yes, the show Friends. All right. I'd like, yes. to, I'd like to throw my hat in that ring. I, I know quite quite about uh, quite a bit about. Wait, you want to do a three-man face-off here? Oh, I Is thought that... it was like they were teaming up to answer questions that we were going to give them. Oh, no, no, no. They're... You know what? I'll get the details from you later. <laughs> we'll meet. We'll meet for lunch. No okay. need to take up more we'll... time of this segment. Okay. So yeah. All right. So that's it. Let's get to it. Fan or fraud? Manchester United version. Oh, one more thing, CT. The talker needs to say one more thing. I forgot to mention. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, please. And yes. don't forget to follow us at Hovamojo at Manigo3 and follow the show at WT the show on Twitter and Instagram. That's it. Here's Fan or Fraud. Fan or Fraud. Are you sure you really want to test your fandom? So we have Sahil Oberoi. I hope I'm saying your name right. Straight out of Dubai. Spot on. I tried to get him on the show 4 a.m. his time because I have no idea about time changes or what, what the world looks like. We're American here. We're dumb. Um, Sid, any comments there? No? Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> so as I was explaining beforehand, there's 10 questions. All of them are multiple choice. One of them, there's going to be a picture. Sid and I, Sid and I will alternate questions. And... Um, I don't know shit about about soccer. So this is just internet, half-assed internet research. That's all this is right here. Here's one thing, Manny. We just have to focus on one thing. Yeah. We just have to keep calling it soccer. Soccer. Okay. Yes. We have to Not keep football. calling it soccer. Football. Because he's going he's gonna to gloat if he gets more than seven right. Because <laughs> that's what I got. And uh, we just need to piss him off and talk about soccer. So after looking at the questions, do you think he's going to get seven or more right? Uh, like you, I got none of them right, so I have no idea. So okay. I have no idea. <laughs> All right. All I, right. I, so I watched Sid's uh, fan of fraud. I got one right. So uh, actually, I'm I got kidding. two right. That, that, that fiery finger guy was such an easy question. I can't believe <laughs> Really? <that's> right. Fiery <laughs> finger. Fiery Frankel file. I don't even know that they called him that. I just saw that on Basketball Reference. Yeah, I weird, have no idea. Weird nickname. All right. Enough of the small talk. Let's get to it. Question number it. one. Let's see if you're a fan or a fraud. What is the name of Manchester United's home ground? This is an easy one. Old Trafford. Old Trafford. That's correct. You're one for one. Very yeah, good. I didn't know, even give you the choices. I just made you answer it there. I should give you extra credit for that. Thank you. But 
uh, we're gonna have trouble because we can't understand his accent. Um, <laughs> he's still at old old traffic. Um, all right. So question number two. When David Beckham played for United, what number did he wear? Seven. Damn. Two okay. for two, Sid. Not looking good for you, man. <laughs> hey, I started out three for three, so. That's true, that's true. That's true. Number, number three, what is Manchester United's nickname? Is it A, the Reds, B, the Blades, C, the Red Devils, or D, the Toffees? The Red Devils. Three, four, three. Um, no, the correct answer is Red Devils, not the Red Devils. So he's <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> sorry, sorry. He's oh, it's one of those games, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Manny, I'd say we change it up. If he goes five for five, then on the last five, we eliminate multiple choice. All right. Sounds good. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> this I'll is question, question number four. Who was United's top goal scorer during the 2018-2019 season? A, Marcus Rashford, B, Juan Mata, C, Anthony Marshall, D, Martial. Paul, Martial, D, Paul Bogba. 2018-2019? Yes. yes. So we're currently 2019-2020, so this is the last season. Um, no more questions. So Pogba took our penalty, so Paul Pogba. Damn. That is How did you come up with that? What what penalties? Like what what do penalties have to do with goals? What what is soccer? What I mean, foot, so, football. Yeah. So whoever your penalty taker is in your team, most likely chances that. Okay. Next gonna... question. It's <laughs> 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 so salty. <laughs> I wish I knew that. I wouldn't have put that question out there. Damn. All right. Question number five. Four for four so far. These aren't good questions. How many times have Manchester United won the FA Cup? 12. 10, 11, 12, or 13? 12. God damn. Jesus Christ. Five for five. Super duper fan over here, Sid. All right. Here we go. Uh, question number six. Who is Busby Babe? Who nope. is Busby Babe? Yep. Wait. I mean, you should no, know this. Okay. This is the one that I got right. All right. <laughs> is it really? Okay, Busby Babes is the nickname of the Manchester United team around the late 60s, particularly 1968 when we won the Champions League. It was named after our manager at the time, which was Sir Matt Busby. One of that is the answer you're looking for, something in that vicinity? That is, that incorrect. is incorrect, unfortunately. What? Now we'll give you, maybe we'll, now we'll give you the choices. No, no, wait, so what's the right answer? Okay, you don't want the choices? All right, so it's either A, Roger Byrne, B, Duncan Edwards, C, David Beckham, or D, Tommy Taylor. Okay, I, this question is crazy. Um, Way to go, out of go. those four, the only one that was in the Busby Babe squad was Duncan Edwards. The correct answer is D, Tommy Taylor. <laughs> Taylor was one of eight players to lose their life in the Munich air disaster. Oh. Okay, man. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> it's all right. You're, you have five out of six so far. It's okay, man. Let's okay. go, baby. Let's okay. go. Hang in there. How many games was David Moyes manager of Man U for? Do I get multiple know, choice? All right. I'll give you the choices. 
A, 42, B, 45, C, 47, or D, 51? God. He's manager for less than a season. A season is... Ten seconds. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> this is what yeah. he does during games. He puts oh. pressure on him. Five a season is... Uh, God. Can you can you just repeat? Can you just repeat the choices again? Oh come on! Sure. Come on! Forty-two, forty-five, forty-seven, or fifty-one. Okay, I'm gonna guess. Uh, this this math doesn't add up, by the way. Yeah, that's yes. Your math doesn't add up, but we do know that. I'm, I'm gonna guess forty-five. That is correct. The, the right, right answer, answer is, is 51. And I'm not even going to give you the record because it's the math doesn't add up. Um, <laughs> unless if, like in soccer, they take away one win at the end of everything for some reason. <laughs> but anyway, 51 is the correct answer. You are five for seven so far. Drink up, Sahil. So I'm going to get all three right to beat Sid. Okay. Oh, shit. Yes. All right. So who's, who's up next, uh, Sid? I forget. Right. Near you. Yeah, you were about to call me CT. You miss him. Um, <laughs> which of these players did not wear number 10 for Manchester United? Norman Whiteside, Steve Koppel, Lou Macari, D. David Beckham. David Beckham. That is incorrect. The correct answer is B, Steve Koppel. Koppel wore no 11 and 7. Wow. And I actually had to look this up because I, I knew that David Beckham wore number seven based on the, first, the one of the earlier questions we asked. And he wore number 10 to start his that career was, with Manchester United and then started. was switched to number seven. Uh-huh. Slowly going from super fan to super fraud. Ooh. All right. <laughs> so you can only tie it at this point. That, that's, that's as good as it's going to get. But, you know, you can, still, you can still talk some shit if you tie it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Number nine, during the 2018 title-winning season, how many games did Manchester United win? Is it 24, 26, uh, 28, or 30? Wait, we didn't win the title in 2018. 2008. 2008. Oh, 2008, sorry. How many games did we? So 2008 was the double-winning season with the Champions League. Could you just repeat those options again? Sure. 24, 26, 28, or 30? It wasn't 30. 26, 28. 24. I'm going to go for 26. Ooh. That is incorrect. <laughs> the answer is C, 28. Their 2008 record was 28, 4, and 6. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, they have draws. In football. Yeah. Frauds. Oh, I can't believe. We're not talking <laughs> underwear. We're talking ties. Um, wait, all right. Ready for last question? Last question. All right. And you have five, right? Five out yeah. of nine. Wow. So he's can't get seven. Hmm. Um, <laughs> which starter? From, nine, from the 1999 Champions League final is behind the emoji. Got to share the screen for this one. Thank you. Uh, how, do, how do you share the emoji? Okay. 
Do you see it? Yeah, I just need to, uh, okay. Would you like the choices? Uh, give me a sec. So that's Dwight York, Andy Cole, Ronnie Johnson, Yap Spam, Ryan Giggs, Dennis Irwin, Gary Neville, David Beckham, Nikki Butt. That would be Jesper Blomquist. That is correct. No choices needed. Wow. Impressive. Oh, I don't know. How the hell man, did you get that? It's, it's one of our famous starting lineups. Okay. Right. Like our brains. So you got six Stay out of ten. Tell us how you feel, man. I don't know. I mean, we never really established what makes someone a friend or fan or a fraud, which is kind of dumb because that's the name of the game. Um, but we've kind of just accepted that. I think six is the number. So six. technically you're a fan, but I'm not sure, man. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably, the only one I really didn't know, the other one was bad math for me. The other two were just bad math for me. I should have gotten nine, but I'll take Well, myself. I mean, you're in finance, so bad maths is a, is a big Ooh. deal. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, computer, the computer does all the work for... for <laughs> um, no, honestly, I'm, I'm disappointed, especially with that start. I, I can't believe I only got six, but... If, no, if nothing it. else, you can hang your hat on the fact that you got five straight. Nobody has done that yet on Fan or Fraud. So congr really congratulations on that one. I mean, if, if Jordan scored... 40 straight points and still lost the game, he would still be pissed. But Samuel's <laughs> not going to. No, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still going to. I'm not going to sleep well tonight, put it that way. Uh, sorry, man. Yeah. So, so what's the weather like in Dubai right now? It is uh, baking hot. So it's about 38 Celsius, which I guess in Fahrenheit would be almost 100. Damn. Close to 100, yeah. That's brutal. And the next three months is only going to get hotter. It's going to get 110, 115, maybe even oh north God. of that. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. Having to live with the, with the fact that you're a borderline fan of Manchester United. I know. And baking in the heat <laughs> of Dubai. But <laughs> you know what we should do? I mean, the, the next one you do is uh, I'd love to go head to head with Sid. Ooh. Just to this debate once and for all. We can do like a common sport, like a tennis or a, or a golf. Or, or friends. Or, or friends, yeah. Friends trivia? We could do that. We could make that work. I'm a big friends fan as well. But here's, here's the thing, Tao. I, I, I don't need to accept that because I already won. I mean, I've, <laughs> I got seven, you got six. So there's no like tie that we're trying to break. But, this, know, could, but this could give you bragging, like legit bragging rights. Right. And and you and you did it for a team that was created in the 20th century. My team's Ooh. created in the 19th century. There's way more data and history and trivia. So that's true. Te that means technically, technically he had harder questions. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. So what, so what do you say, Sid? French trivia? I choose not to participate. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk! All right, Sahil. Thanks for coming on. You are Thanks officially a fraud. <laughs> no i'm just kidding you're a fan <laughs> i appreciate it all right manchester Thanks. what jer what jersey do you have on by the way who is that this is the manchester united jersey from uh the current season the 2019-2020 season we change our jerseys every year but i love this one so i might stick with it for a few years right, cool. and it's got an american sponsor an american sponsor who chevy wow look at that america's getting in the soccer game huh yeah, we're owned by the Glazers. I think they own the Bucks. Oh. Doesn't, doesn't the guy who owned the Oakland Athletics, maybe that's like a, an American soccer MLS team or something. I think he owns a, 
he just he just decided not to pay his minor league players who only make four hundred dollars a week. So he's a jerk. Of course, he's connected to soccer. Yeah, just kidding. Um, there's quite a few. There's quite a few uh, American owners in the Premier League. There's Cronky, uh, um, who owns Arsenal, um, and he owns, I think, um, the Rams as well as the. There's a Colorado football team, um, soccer MLS team that he owns. So yeah, mm-hmm. American owners are definitely getting into the football business. It's very profitable. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Colorado football team is called the Broncos. No, MLS team. Mm. Ooh, and, all right. Uh, you should have gotten a tighter jersey, so I don't know if it looks way too loose on you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to end it here. We're beating on this guy. He's officially a fan of Manchester United, guys. Congratulations. Thanks for coming on. Thank Thanks you, here. guys. Have a good Thanks. one. Bye. See you.